You're listening to The Lightwalker's Path with Serena Myers, the podcast that sparks real, raw, honest conversations about what it actually means to live a spiritual life. Serena is a sacred soul mentor who guides people to tap into their heart's truth so they can live their lives with purpose on purpose. This is episode 25 of The Lightwalker's Path. I'm your host, Serena Myers, and we are about to get into one of my less comfortable areas, hence the off-key singing, uh, and the stuff he knows isn't helping, I'm sure, but what you may not know, and if you follow me on social media, maybe you do, but what you may not know is that I have drastically changed my hair. Now, this may surprise you, I am not naturally pink-haired. Um, Some people met me as a blonde. I was also not naturally a blonde. I'm actually not convincing as a blonde at all, so that probably won't surprise you. But I am naturally a brunette. And I have gone back to my brown roots, which is the reason for this week's episode, which is all about the crutches that we have and the ways that we hide. So I want to take you back to a month or so ago when I was at the Omega Institute at Kyle Gray's Angel Retreat. And I have been pondering going back to my brown locks for probably a year. And every time I sit in the hairdresser's chair, I say, that's it. This is the week. And then I don't. And I've had pink hair for almost four years now. And it hasn't been feeling like me for quite a while. And I thought if I just changed the shade of pink, that that's what it would be. But I wasn't feeling it. But at the same time, I wasn't making the leap back to brown. And when I was at Kyle Gray's Angel Retreat, I was in meditation every day and um, was really tuning into my body. And my body has been ready to go back to brown for a long time. My hair wasn't even growing with every bleach that we would do. Um, Yeah, I'm just, every part of me was ready except my head. And so I sat in meditation and I asked myself, what am I afraid of? And I heard the words, I am afraid that I will no longer be memorable. And then I sat and I thought, oh shit, what do I do with that? And then I heard, if pink hair is the only thing that's memorable about you, Serena, you've got bigger problems. (laughs) Because sometimes my angels and guides come through pretty sassy. And I was like, damn, guys, that was harsh, but also fucking true. Let's be honest. And that, my friends, is when I realized I have been using my pink hair as a crutch. And I'll tell you why. When I first started my first business, Pampered Goddess, I uh, was on the tail end of a nervous breakdown. I had to leave my corporate job where I was um, in a really beautiful degree of service, actually working with neurofeedback and watching people's lives completely transform after working with me for one to two weeks. It was really incredible work. My identity got really tied up in it and I, um, I lost a client. Um, who had been struggling with uh, her addiction. And uh, when she succumbed to it, I I lost myself. I felt like I'd let her down. I felt like I'd failed. I felt responsible for her death. And that put me into a pretty bad spiral of depression and debilitating anxiety, where I barely left the house for almost a year. And so when I started my company, it was kind of an essential, it was an essential thing. I couldn't work a regular job anymore. I couldn't trust myself um, to be able to have the energy to sustain through the day. And I didn't trust a boss to not burn me out again because I had been burnt out by every employer I'd ever had. And 
when I started doing this work, I was showing up and doing hashtag all the things, right? So I was the marketer, I built the website, I uh, made the products, I went to all the markets and sold them. But there was this degree of going through the motions and not really showing up. And I know that you know the difference because everybody has moments like that at some point where we kind of phone it in on our lives. And even when I shifted into um, the marketing and branding and coaching side of my business, where it stopped being about products and more about integrating um, all the skills that I had from my corporate days into uh, my business, even then there was this degree where I was showing up and I was doing all the right things. I was going to the events, but I was terrified of being acknowledged and seen. One of the big stories that I have around what it means to be successful is this fear that I'm going to burn out because after losing a year of my life to anxiety and depression, I am terrified to ever go back to that place. I got to be honest. And so I was kind of going through the motions, living my life and, you know, showing up but not showing up and always kind of having one foot out of the game because uh, I was just trying to blend in and not really truly be seen and certainly not be seen for who I am. And if you know me now, this actually probably sounds really like, what? Like you? But yes, we're talking like, you know, five or six years ago, I was just kind of coasting. And I always wanted to dye my hair pink. And eventually I did, almost four years ago now. And suddenly something shifted. Because here's the thing, you cannot hide with pink hair. Even if you're just going through the motions, the second you step out your door, people see you. And you forget you've got pink hair because you're just living your life and you're doing your thing and you see yourself every day. But it's still new to everybody that you meet on the street. I've had people come up to me in the Starbucks bathroom and say, oh my God, uh, are you Serena Myers? Because they recognize me from Facebook. I've had uh, a gaggle of small children chase me down uh, in Whistler screaming, hey, pink lady, because I was basically a Disney princess. Going pink was an incredible thing for me because it really, really pulled me out of my shell. However, it also became a crutch. So people started knowing me as that pink girl with the mermaid tattoo and who talks about angels like that was my thing. I remember um, before I was even really engaged with his community, um, one of my teachers was having a live call uh, for his book launch and there were like a thousand people on the line and he started making a joke about people with pink hair being light workers. And then he caught himself and said, Serena, I'm not talking about you. So it really was this thing that I just became known for, even for people who didn't really know me. And I told myself for a long time, because I come from a branding background, that it was essential that I kept my hair pink because of my brand. Oh, I'd have to get a whole new photo shoot and get new pictures. But every time I changed the shade of pink in my hair, or if I put extensions in or not, I had to get new pictures anyway. So that was another bullshit lie I told myself. Really what it came down to is I was using my hair as a way of keeping myself being memorable instead of my message. Now just sit with that for a second. And again, this probably, you know, if you've, if you're listening to this podcast regularly, if you're following me on social, there is something that I'm saying or doing that is engaging with you. I don't think you're hanging out because of my pink hair. But the bullshit story that I have told myself was that the hair is what helped me have impact. And we all have these crutches. For some people, they think, oh my God, if I put on this extra five pounds, my partner's going to leave me. 
for some people, they think, oh, I need to keep going for that next uh, raise or that next promotion because all I have to really offer is my money. Some people think that they have to be like the social connector, not because they feel really great being the hub of the social wheel, but because they think that the only thing they have to offer is their network. We have all these different stories that sit in our heads, that sit in our hearts, that pollute us from the inside out. Because somewhere we get caught up in the fact that we are our things, or we are our appearances, or we are anything other than the hearts that are beating in our chest. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. That is the statement that we always hear. But somehow we forget that and we think we are our designer clothes or we are our fancy cars or we are our bank accounts. You know, total transparency, this year I have made the least amount of money in my business than any year that I have been in operation. And for the whole first half of this year, I spent a lot of time being really hard on myself and trying to figure out what I needed to change and what I needed to innovate. And then I actually stopped for a second and I looked back at myself and I said, what have you created this year? What have you helped your clients to create? What work have you done? And you know what? I am more proud of the things that I have created for myself, for my clients, even within my family. I am more proud of that than any other year I have been in business or any other year I've been on this planet. I have been way more engaged with the arts, which just like nourishes me on a soul level. I have showed up more authentically as myself. I have had more courage. I have advocated for my health. I have been the fucking boss this year, you guys. And if the only way that I measured my value in this world was my bank account, I would be feeling pretty crummy about myself. Where at the end of the year, how am I going to, you know, save this? I'm using air quotes. You can't see me, but I am. And the idea of saving it is fucking bullshit. It's an illusion. And again, all of those things, you know, our financial success or the title on our business card, this is not what we have to offer the world. You. You listening to this right now, you are offer enough. You don't need to bring, you know, the perfect, organic, handcrafted, artisanal, whatever, whatever to the potluck just so that you can get invited. You are invited because you are wonderful as an offering on its own. We don't need the bells and whistles. They're nice to have, but they're not the essentials. We like you because of who you are, not because of what you've got or what you look like. So this is going to be a shorter episode this week. I really feel like um, between my personal story and my little rant here that I don't have much more to say about this. It's really important that we have these conversations with ourselves because if we don't identify the crutches that we have, we keep leaning on them. And so long as we're leaning on them, we are not showing up wholly, truly, authentically as ourselves. And there might be a part of you that's going, yeah, but shit, I don't actually know who I am. And that's okay. Lean into that. But don't rely on a gimmick to get you by. There's more to you than that. And we want to see it. We want to see all of you, even if it's awkward and clunky and figuring it out. We want to see it all. Okay, 
So before I go, I do want to just give you one little invite. If you're on my list, you may have already heard about this. And if not, then here we go. I am creating a new program that starts in January, but the doors are open now. It's called Due North. This is a program for people who are craving more depth, more connection, who know they're intuitive, but who haven't fully opened up to their gifts because they've been afraid to, whether it was because they were afraid of their own power, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, whether it's because they were afraid of being cast out or because they didn't know how to do it safely, all of that kind of stuff. We are going to dig in and unleash the magic in your motherfucking heart. And it's going to be beautiful. It's a three-month program. And in the middle of it, we're actually going to get together in person in beautiful White Rock, BC, and um, put all of this to work. So it's a combination of theory and practical with this beautiful sacred container to explore all of it. And if we're having these conversations about getting to know ourselves, getting to know our gifts, getting to trust all of it so that we can navigate life with our inner compass, which is the whole theme around Due North, then this is the event for you. And I would love it if you'd join me. So if you head over to my website, I'll put the link in the show notes as well, serena.ca slash due north. You can get all of the specifics and make sure you reach out if you've got any questions. Doors are open until the end of the month. And that is that, my loves. I will see you again next week with a whole new episode dropping every Wednesday into your inbox if you are subscribed. Okay, take care.